Hello, everyone. Welcome to another new episode of the Focus Point Podcast. I'm glad you decided to give it a listen. If you want to find out more information about us, you can head over to thepointoffocus.com. Over there, you'll find blog posts, podcast episodes, and even videos, and you can just see what we're all about. So take a minute after you listen to this and head on over to that website and check it out. Also, I hope that these words encourage you and they bless you. I hope that you'll share them with your family and your friends as we continue on in this series called Talking to Jesus. This is episode three in that series, and we're going to dive right into that in just a second. But before we do, I wanted to take a brief second and tell you a little bit about the next series that we're doing. It's called The Last Night with Jesus. And I'm excited for this series. I'm going to learn a lot through this series. And it's a different kind of series that I've ever done for this ministry. And what I mean by that is we're going to take time and we're going to go through John 13 through 17 in the, in the Gospel of John. And I'm excited for that because we're going to go through each little detail kind of almost verse by verse. But... And we're going to look at that. And the reason for that is, is we, we talk a lot about Jesus' greatest teachings, you know, and I don't know how you can pick any that to be the greatest teaching because Jesus' teaching, uh, teachers are great. Like whether he's teaching a few people on a roadside, whether he's teaching his disciples, whether he's teaching a mountainside full of people at the Sermon on the Mount, his, his messages and his teachings are all good. But some people like to say, you know, this is his greatest sermon or this is his greatest teaching and all of that. And, and that's fine. It's we're, we're allowed to have teachings from Jesus that speak to us, right? So in this series, though, we're looking at this last night with Jesus. We're looking at the teaching that he did with his disciples. And I believe that this is probably his greatest set of words because they're his final words to his his disciples his friends the people that he's spent 3 years with they're not his last words but they're his final set of encouragement and teachings and just being with his disciples and i know i'm going to learn a lot from it i know i'm excited for it so i hope that you'll uh, come back and check that out. Uh, the last night with Jesus, it starts February 10th. I'm excited for it. Um, as you can kind of tell, I keep saying the word excited, but we're just going to spend some time in that little passage of scripture. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be great. I just, I just know it's going to be great. God's going to teach us a lot and I'm excited. Now, episode three of talking to Jesus, and I'm excited for this as well. The when and the where. Some of this stuff, as I've said from the beginning of the series, may feel like elementary. It may feel like you're not really getting into the nitty-gritty, like the deep dive, the, the nuts. Like, this is really just the nuts and the bolts. This is not like the different things that you can do and all the different prayers in the Bible and all of this different things. It's not what this series was meant to be. This series was meant to be simple. It was meant to be just like the foundational level of talking to Jesus. And it's based out of the song Talking to Jesus by Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music. And it came out of that thought is that it's not supposed to sound pretty. It's not all of this complicated stuff. If you listen to that song, the last little bit of the song says... 
you're just talking to a friend and all of that. So it's, it's not supposed to be this big, complicated thing. We talked about that a little bit last week when we talked about the what. What do I talk about? You can talk about anything. Talk about, talk about your day. Talk about your, your, your time. Talk about your health. Talk about your anything and everything. Talk about your kids. Talk about everything, even though God already knows about it. Just talk about it. Talk about how you feel. And one of the big things we talked about is talking about how we feel with God. We looked at David a little bit and how David was a roller coaster ride of emotions with God. And he told God that he was frustrated and angry. And why have you, like, left me? Why have you abandoned me? So God is not afraid of our words. God wants us to talk to him. Just like we are, just like, just like we are, just like we're friends. Just like you would if a friend called you up that you hadn't seen in a couple months, not even talked to, no text messages, no emails, nothing, and you hadn't seen this friend in a while, but he decides to meet you for dinner, and you go, and you sit down, and you just pick up the conversation. So even if you've not talked to, talked to Jesus in a while, just sit down and talk to him, just like you were a friend. And in the first episode of the series, we talked about the who who? Who do we pray to and who do we pray for? And we came to the conclusion that we're praying to because of the the first little phrase of the uh, Lord's Prayer where it says, Lord, teach us how to pray. And then it's like, this then is how you should pray. And it's our Father in heaven. Praise be your name. And so we're praying to God. If Jesus prayed to God, then we're, we're praying to God. And the other way, the, the who for, and we looked at First uh, Timothy for that. And First Timothy 2, where it tells us, where Paul tells us, I urge you to pray for all people. And so we just kind of talked about that. So we're praying to God and we're praying for all people. Whatever falls into all people. And so we, we, we shared some stuff with that, and we talked about that, and those episodes are in the archive, and you can go check those out. But now we're talking about the, the, the when and the where. And there are so many different ways you can pray. You can fold your hands, you can close your eyes, you can kneel, you can sit, you can stand, you can talk out loud, you can pray silently, you can pray inside or outside, you can pray at the beach, you can pray in an alley, you can pray driving down the road, you can pray walking down the sidewalk. So when we want to complicate prayer, when we want to make things complicated with it, we try to figure out, well, what's the right place? Where, the reason why I listed all those places, there's nothing wrong with those places. But when we start looking at those places as, oh, where's the right place to pray? I can really pray at the beach or do I have to pray like where Matthew 6 says in a room quietly where nobody can see me? Well... That's what happens when we like start looking at all of these things. There's no right or wrong place to pray. You can pray anywhere. So before we get into that anymore, we can look at this verse. And this is the encouragement of the when and the where of prayer. And it's 1 Thessalonians 5.17. And it's simply never stop praying. That's when we can pray, is never stop praying. Pretty simple. The Bible tells us to pray all the time. 
And I have a few friends that when they get up in the morning, they say a prayer, but they don't say amen. And I know by saying that, that there's a lot of people that might be saying like, wait a minute, you don't say it. You have to say amen after you pray. That's the way it goes. Well, if you're thinking about a traditional prayer or a, a, a way to that you that you pray, yeah, you have to say amen. But what if you don't? Like, this is what I'm talking about. Praying is just praying. It's just talking to God however we feel is needed. A lot of the things that we looked at in the Psalms, David didn't say amen every time he talked to God. So the whole thing is, is you don't, have to say amen. You can just keep going. And the reason that they don't say amen, and maybe you figure this out, if they don't say amen, because then it's just one kind of long conversation with God. They keep the channel open. They keep the prayer, they, they keep the prayer going throughout the day. And I really think that's awesome. It's like taking never stop praying to a new level. My friends, don't say amen because they want their prayer to be one long prayer throughout the day. It's just another way to look at praying. It doesn't matter if you pay, pray a bunch of prayers throughout your day, saying amen every time. And it doesn't matter if it's one continuous long prayer that is throughout the whole day. God just wants us to pray. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you pray 10-second prayer, a 30-second prayer, a one-minute prayer. It, it doesn't matter if you pray driving to work. If you doesn't matter if you pray at your desk, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. God just wants us to pray. And it doesn't matter if it's one big, and it doesn't matter if it's one big long prayer throughout the whole day. God just wants to pray. God just wants us to pray to him. God just wants to hear from us. In the Gospels, we see Jesus praying in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night, and even late night. And we see these prayers. And late night would be the prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane before he's arrested. And he's, he's praying there, and he tells his disciples to wait and watch. That prayer was done just before he was arrested. And we find that in Matthew. But all of these different prayers will be in the description of the episode. The uh, examples of these different times of day that Jesus prayed will be in the description. And you can go find those. Jesus prayed whenever. And we can pray day, noon, night, or late night. God is always there. We can follow Jesus' example. God is always there to listen to our prayers. He always hears our prayers. We're not going to be caught off guard or catch God at a bad time. We're not going to get his voicemail full or anything like that. God is ready to listen and he hears our prayers. Just like our verse for the year says, Jeremiah 33, 2 and 3, call to me and I will answer you. That is what that verse says in Jeremiah. Call to me and I will answer you. But we have to call first in order for him to answer us. We have to talk to him. Well, but about where can we pray? Well, that answer is simple too. We can pray anywhere. Once again, following 1 Thessalonians 5.17 where it says never stop praying. We can pray Anywhere. We can pray to God anywhere. 
We see Jesus prayer we see Jesus saying prayers to God in the Garden of Gethsemane after his teaching. So wherever he was teaching, you know, in Luke uh 5:16, it you know, says that after he he taught, he kind of went away to pray. But where was that? Like where was that teaching that took place? And I'm sure that if Jesus did it after this specific teaching that he um was doing. I'm sure he did it after many different teachings. He prayed from the cross. And those are just naming a few. And those will also be in the description of this episode. You can check out those verses. I'm sure that Jesus prayed other places as well. I'm sure he prayed at the well when he was meeting the woman at the well in John 4. I'm sure he said a prayer for her as she was coming or before she came or before he was even at the before he was even at the well waiting for her i'm sure he prayed for her i'm sure he prayed for his disciples i know he prayed for his disciples but i'm sure he prayed at different times even just walking i'm sure he prayed walking to walking to the town so he could raise eventually raise lazarus from the dead but i'm sure he prayed during that journey the Bible doesn't record these things, but I'm sure he prayed. I'm sure he prayed anytime and anywhere. Jesus shows us that we can pray anywhere. We can pray to God while we're driving. We can pray to God while we're on a walk. We can pray to God before we go to sleep. We can pray to God in that special place where there is no distractions. And that's what's described in Matthew 6, where Jesus says to go off by yourself and even says, shut the door. And that's what the distraction-free place could be. But it's when we get all wrapped up in all these different things and different ways to pray is where we can complicate it. Is where it becomes confusing and we want to make sure we're doing the right thing. Do we kneel? Do we stand? Do we sit? Do we all of that stuff? Like it can be confusing. And that's what the idea of this series is. This series was never supposed to be this deep dive look at prayer, like I said earlier, in all the different prayers of the Bible. This is, was supposed to be a series that simplifies the idea of prayer, uncomplicates it, taking it from a simple man like me, looking at what prayer is on just the base foundational level. That's what we did in the Nuts and Bolts series with the Bible. That series was not supposed to be this deep dive look at the Bible. All of the different names of the different parts of the sections and all of that. It wasn't supposed to be that. It was just supposed to be this foundational. This is how you get started in the Bible. And all of that other stuff would just fall into place. This is the same thing that we're doing here with prayer. This foundational thing and all of this other stuff will just fall into place. When you start getting used to praying and you start you can start doing these other things because some of this other stuff that is being done with prayer that you might hear other people doing is because they've got the foundation laid and they just want to go deeper with prayer. 
And so going into a room and shutting the door, like Matthew 6 describes, is just this deeper way of prayer. And maybe that works for you right now. Maybe you're too distracted. And maybe like you can't concentrate on a conversation with God because maybe you're sitting at a traffic light or maybe you're sitting outside and you're just praying. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this person over here is doing this. And you like totally forget that you're talking to God because you're like me. And you would be like, what are they doing over there? And you start kind of people watching and you kind of stop talking to God and you start wondering what they're doing. Maybe that's it. Maybe you get distracted. And so praying in a, in a quiet space or in a quiet room where you have no distractions may help you keep that link to God a little bit more there. Maybe that's not you, though. Maybe you want to pray and you sit out in, in God's nature and you just pray about all of the stuff that God has done. Once again, our Father in heaven, praise be your name. And we see all of that and we see those different things and we want to pray that way. But this is just meant to get the foundation laid of what prayer is. The, the simple things that sometimes get lost in all of the, the things that we've discovered over the years. These simple foundational keys. That's what we did in the Nuts and Bolts series with the Bible. And that's what we're doing here. Just laying these things down. The who, we're talking to God. Who we pray for? All people. Anybody and everybody that falls into all people. The, the what do you say? Anything you want. Just pray. Because like I've said, sometimes we get wrapped up in this whole thing. We've got to say the right things. We've got to do the right things. That's where the when and the where comes in. We don't. We can pray to God about anything, anywhere, anytime. And it's just as simple as that. Paul wrote the words, never stop praying. To the church in Thessalonica that he wrote the letter to, he, he wrote them there to just encourage them. But the good news is those words are for us as well. As I said in the Nuts and Bolts series, we look at the Bible as words that were just meant for the people that they're written to. Like Paul wrote a letter to the church in Thessalonica just for them at that time and only. It's like writing a letter to your grandma. I wrote that letter to my grandma and that was only for her and all that stuff. And that might be. But that's not what the letters in the Bible are for. That's not what Paul wrote his letters for. Paul wrote his letters because they transcend time. They were for us, just like they're for the people back then. And we need to take Paul's words and follow Jesus' example during his life. Jesus gave us examples, and he never stopped praying. Paul encouraged us to never stop praying. And we should just never stop praying. God is just waiting to have a conversation with us. That conversation doesn't have to look pretty. It doesn't have to be polished. It doesn't have to be win an award or anything like that. Much like I said, we are praying to God. We are praying for anything. We can say anything. We can do anything. We're praying for all people. And it can be anything, anywhere, anytime. God is not going to be caught off guard. God is not going to be upset. God isn't going to be mad about what we say. God isn't going to be mad that we didn't follow this formula. God just wants us to have a conversation with him at the baseline foundational level. Just have a conversation with God. That's what God wants from us. That's what God desires from us. So once again, we can pray to God 
about anything, anywhere, and anytime. Never stop praying.